Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miracles happen when you move. Miracles happen when you move. My God. Will you just share the video this morning? Will you just put it in your timeline? Drop it in somebody's inbox. My God, somebody needs to hear this message today. Hey, Alizé, good morning. Miracles happen when you move. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel healing already. My God, I feel restoration. My God, I feel the power of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a thank you for that, Olive. Thank you for that. Yeah, share the video. Share the video. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. My this is the move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the move. My God, God, you go ahead and be God today. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the move. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, thank you, thank you. Here for you. Come and do what you do. Woo! Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Do what you do. We need a move. Somebody say that. Somebody type that. We need a move. Somebody type that. Put that in the comments. When you share the video, say we need a move. My God. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. My God, we waiting on you. We waiting on you. We waiting on you. My God, we waiting on you. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. My God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a move. This is a move. Woo! My God. This is a move. <laughs> this is a move. I'm making sure I'm sharing it. <laughs> this is a move. 
This is this is a move. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. Yeah, 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 yeah. The spirit move by your spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. Cancer has to bow. Depression has to bow. Demons have to bow. Come on now. Demons have to bow. Depression has to bow. Anything that's been disrupting your house, anything that's been disrupting your flow, anything that's been keeping harmony from being in your home, my God, this is a move. This is a move. We are here for you. My God, come and do what you do. My God, my God, we are here for you. Woo! Come and do what you do. We need a move. My God, you got to speak that to God. You got to talk that to God. We need a move. Can I, can I give you something? Because what you need in this season cannot be manifested in your own strength. What you need in this season, what you need in this season cannot be manifested in your own strength. What you need to see, my God, can I just, my God, you've tried you for way too long. Come on now. Like, I'm just being for real. You have tried you for way too long. My God, can I tell you doing it in you will exhaust you? Can I just share that with you this morning? Doing it in you will exhaust you. Doing it in you, it's going to run out. Do it in you, it's going to play out. Do it in you, you're going to get tired. Do it in you, you're going to get frustrated. Do it in you, you're going to give up. Do it in you, you're going to come to the same place with the same results. You cannot afford to, you got to have something fresh on this. If you going to manifest this, if you going to birth this, if you're going to, you got to have something fresh on this. The supernatural got to be on this, baby. This which, which needs to happen for you in this season, it can't be on you no more. You don't have the strength of your whole family on your shoulders. You don't have the strength of your whole marriage on your shoulders. You've been trying to carry your kids. You've been trying to carry your business. You've been trying to carry your ministry. I'm telling you, in this season, this can't be on you, boo. This can't be on you, boo. This is not, it's going to wear you out. It's going to make you tap out. It's it's, it's going to make you crazy. It's going to be like running them up. It's going to make you, it'll drive you to the point that you feel. Can I tell you what it's going to do? It's going to treat you just like you doing you. You trying to put it on you. It's going to treat you just like the children of Israel. You're going to be in the wilderness for 40 years. You're going to be roaming. My God. You're going to be in a stuck position. You're going to be cycling back to the same things again and again. Same frustrations. Same relationships. Same results. Same results. Same results. It's time for you to give something new birth to something new. It's time, time for you to spend a Put a new spin on this. It's time for you to do this differently. Baby, you can't keep doing this your way. You can't keep doing this on your own dime. Your resource is going to run out. Woo! Your resource. Can I tell you? Oh, I got, let me. I, I'm not going to 
not going to play with y'all today. Your resources are going to tap out. If you keep doing this on you, you're going to get exhausted and come to the end of you and your resources are going to run out. My, my God, let me give you a couple of scriptures and then I need to share with you, my God, what I want to share with you. I feel it strong in my spirit. You've been putting it on you for way too long. It's not on you. My God, I decree and declare right now that you deal with your trust issues, that you begin to trust God like never before. Let me give you this. My God, Father God, I thank you that we begin to recognize that it is not on us. It is not. It is not on us. It's not on us. It is not on us. It is not on us us it is not on us so then it says then the late angel lord who was speaking with me the zachariah 4 answer me do you not know what these are he had given zachariah a dream and he said i said no my lord then he said this is the continuous supply of oil the dream he was having was about a continuous supply of oil come on now there's a continuous supply of oil that the Lord longs to give to you. There's a continuous supply of oil that you will not run out. There's a continuous supply of oil that you will not tap out. There's a continuous supply of oil that the Lord longs to pour out on you. But he can, can I tell you something? He can't pour it out to you if your vessel ain't open to receive it. Cam, Cambria, I ain't even get my balls you sent me. Cambria, send me some balls. I ain't got my balls to throw. He cannot pour into you if your vessel is plugged up. If your vessel is over, open, not open to receive. If you so busy, when you, can I tell you what, what happens with your heart? When you are closed, you got to hear me in this. When you are closed off to the things of God, when you don't understand that it's not in your own strength, your heart is closed off. Your vessel is closed off to receive, to receive. So he can't replenish you and pour out on you a oil of supply because you're not even open to receive him. Come on, Holy Spirit. Let me show you what it looks like. Let me show you what it is like. Here go the oil right here. This is the place of the oil. This is the place in where you're to receive God. This is the place where God will flow on you. And you all the way over here. <laughs> and you all the way over here. <laughs> and you spinning around in circles. Not in position to receive the oil poured out on you. Because you still trying to manifest stuff in your strength. You still trying to manifest stuff in your power. You still trying to manifest stuff on your good looks. You still trying to manifest stuff on your skill set. Oil right here. Oil dripping. Oil oily. Oil ready to pour on you. And you missing the oil because you all the way over here. <laughs> over here is in your own strength. Over here isn't on your own strength. Right here is where the oil. So when he was talking to him, he said, he said, this is the continuous supply of oil. This is the continuous supply of oil. My God, the continuous supply of oil. He said, this is what God is trying to give you. The continuous supply of oil. A continuous supply of oil so you won't run out. A continuous supply of oil so you will always be filled up. A continuous supply of oil so your light can always shine. A continuous supply of oil so you can be the city. A 
continuous supply of oil. Father God, forgive us for trying to do stuff in our own strength and not receiving the continuous supply of oil. So as we said, he says, it's a continuous supply of oil is the word to you, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit of whom the oil is a symbol whom the oil is a symbol when God is attached to it when we are not doing things in our own strength baby we're gonna be oily you're not gonna be frustrated you're not gonna be overwhelmed you're not gonna be in a position in a place where you're why because the supply of the Lord of the oil the supply of the Lord of the oil is supplying this that's what he told Zachariah it's not on you boo boo it's not on you son it's not on you daughter the continuous supply of oil that the Lord is trying to give you is so you won't get dry it's so you won't get dry. It's so you'll never run out. If you keep tapping this thing in your own strength, you're going to reach a place and a point of mental exhaustion. Let me give you one more thing. This ain't even what I was going to teach you about this morning. But I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. I want you to understand there is a supply that comes from God that can't come from man. My God, my God, there is a supply that comes from God that cannot come from man. And what you need to receive in this season and what God has to ask for you, it cannot be done in your own strength. This is not about your own power. This is not about your good looks. This is about nothing about you doing anything on your own. Whoa. So let me show you something. <laughs> and. And I was watching a little short clip by Priscilla Schreier and she doesn't, I wish I could talk to her personally about this clip. And I had brought this up about Peter being in the boat. And I want to share something with you that she shared in this clip. It was so powerful, but she was talking about how the fact that even when Peter was out fishing, that Jesus knew for a fact that Jesus knew for a fact, Jesus already knew Peter was not going to catch anything that night. And he still let him go fishing. This is what I love. When she's saying this, I'm receiving this, right? And I'm understanding how we are not to do anything in our own strength. And she says something so powerful. She said, if the boat from the night before had been full of fish, there would have been no room for Jesus to get in. If your oil, your vessel is so full of you, there's no room for the oil to be poured in. There's no room for Jesus or God to be a part of the circumstance. It's no room for his power to be demonstrated. God longs. Come on, children of Israel. God longs to demonstrate his power in your life. Well, if you can do it, if you can do it all on your own, if you can do it all by your might, if you can do it all in your own strength, if you can do it all on your own credit, if you can do it all on your own time, if you can manifest it all, then there's no room for Jesus to be in your boat. There's no room for God to demonstrate. Woo! There's no room.
for God to demonstrate his power in your life. If you can go do it on your own, you ain't got no room for the oil. You ain't got no room for the everlasting oil. You ain't got no room for his power. You ain't got no room for his move. You ain't got no room for his miracle. If you can do it all on your own, you ain't got no room for Jesus. You ain't got, you ain't got, you ain't got no room for him to go be God. You ain't got no room for his hand to be seen in your life. So if you're going to manifest something different in this season, if you want to see your oil never run out, if you want to experience the power of God like never before, you have to move out the way and make room for God in this season like never ever before. Like you, your track record, can I tell you something? Your track record gonna have to change. You've been running in them same circles, in them same spaces, under them same conditions, in them same, can I say that all this year? In them same financial cycles, in them same friendship cycles, in them same marriage cycles, in them same cycles with your kids. Why? Because it ain't no fresh oil on the situation. My God, it ain't no fresh oil on this situation. You still trying to do it on your own strength. And when you do it in your own strength, you don't have any room for God. Woo! You ain't got no, you ain't got no room for God because it's still all on you and ain't nothing on God. And the enemy will have you in a trick and a trap. Making you think it's God when it ain't got nothing to do with God. Come on now. Come come on now. Lord God, I thank you. I cannot do it on my own in this season. I do not want my oil to run out. My God, I'm before you. I'm emptying myself. I'm an empty vessel. Lord God, you fill my cup. You fill me up. This is not by might. This is not by my power. This is not in my strength, but this is by your power. If you really, I decree and declare today that cycles are broken off your life. That cycles, those things that keep having you in this cycle of the same mindset, doing things the same exact way. I decree and declare that is broken off your life. I decree and declare you will not act according to compulsion in Jesus name. I decree and declare anxiety is broken off your life in Jesus name. I decree and declare complacency is broken off your life in Jesus name. I decree and declare that you will begin to dream again. I decree and declare that you will begin to have childlike faith. I decree and declare that you will begin to operate in the supernatural by faith. I decree and declare that God is your reasonable portion in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that you will, my God, never be the same again in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Can I, yes. And this, somebody just said something so important. Can I tell you something? If he doesn't fill you up, you cannot run out and run over on somebody else. Whoa. You cannot run out and run over on somebody else. So let me tell you this. Can I share that, Lord? It's irrelevant. Okay, it's irrelevant. Thank you. We are in a season where we just started Finance You. Finance You is the financial component of LMJ Ministries. It is where I come in and teach you about kingdom finances. As many times as I teach this, I get more and more revelation of what it's like when we're wasteful with money, when we don't understand. Yesterday, 
I was reading through some of the things that I shared with them. And I started thinking about some of the things that we say out of, my, out of our mouths, right? And I was like, Lord, if we desire to be kingdom financers, but our finance... And we go back and we look at, because one of the assignments right now is, no, it's not too late to join. One of the assignments, matter of fact, you can join today and start so you're not behind. It's a self-paced course. It's, it's, I'm talking about completely free. It's a self-paced course. It's for 10 weeks. One of the things that I am reminded of, one of the things that we're doing now is 30 days. They have to go back and look at their 30 days of spending. Almost everybody signed up for this course has said, oh, I want to be a blessing to the kingdom. When you go back and look at your 30 day last day, 30 days of spending, and it does not reflect you being a blessing to the kingdom, then that is not really your reality. That is that you are in a financial cycle that you don't even recognize that you're in. Same thing for how you handle relationships. Like everything is in a cycle. Cycles have to be broken. Cycles have to be broken with awareness. Cycles have to be broken through the word of God and nothing else. So when you go back and look at the last 30 days, if 2000 of your money, 2000 $3,000 of your money went on waste, not your needs, on your wants, then you really don't have revelation of wanting to be a kingdom financer or wanting to be what you're supposed to be kingdom. You have no revelation of that because if you really had revelation of it, it would manifest your giving would outweigh your spending. If that was your truth, right? If that was your truth. Well, when, when we are caught up in a cycle and we don't break and do things new, right? We don't receive the fresh oil. We continue to handle our finances and all of these other things in our own strength. We'll continue to be in the same cycle, in the same pattern, and in the same way with no fresh oil on it. So guess what happens when we handle our finances that way? Or guess what happens when we handle, handle our relationships that way? We're going to come to a same place, a same position, and where we're exhausted and we run out. Where we're exhausted and we run out. So when God is saying to us, in this season... <laughs> In this season, you cannot afford to do things in the same way. You cannot afford to do things in your own. You cannot afford, like you cannot, you cannot afford to do things in the same cycle and on your same strength and in the same way you've been doing stuff. You're not going to see anything manifest differently until you switch yourself up, <laughs> until you change yourself up until you invite more of him in and let him do it through you versus you trying to do it yourself. That is so powerful, right? That's so powerful. So Lord, teach us how to break cycles. Lord, teach us how to trust ourselves. Trust you more than we trust ourselves. Bring us out of anything ungodly in Jesus' name. Amen. I just had to share that with you this morning. I felt that press. My God, there's a new and a fresh oil for you. That fresh oil is going to have you do things in the supernatural strength of God versus you doing stuff in your own strength. Not by might, nor by my power, but by my spirit of whom the oil is a symbol. I don't know about you, but I want the oil on everything I do. I want to be oily. I don't want to dry up. 
I don't want to blow up. I don't want to burn up. I don't want to be dusty in any areas of my life. I want the oil to flow freely in my life so that it can flow over to others. Lord, help us break cycles in our mind in Jesus name. Amen. Let me give you a little bit of something. So, (laughs) oh, Father, I thank you for your word. Father, I thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for your word. He is setting us free this morning so that we can walk into the fullness of kingdom. It's time for us to be free. It's time for us to be free. It's time for us to be free. It's time to us for us to walk at different levels and new heights and new places and in in, and tearing down strongholds. It's time for us to be in the position to be a breakthrough for someone else. Oh my God, my God, it's time for us to be in a position for a breakthrough for someone else. It's time for us to be built up. It is not we, we ought to be through begging God for ourselves. Come on now. Come on. We ought to be through begging God for ourselves and in a position where we can be what we need to be somebody else. Not just financially, but spiritually, emotionally, and everything else. Father, we thank you for fresh oil this morning. We receive your fresh oil this morning. We're going to get out of our way. We're going to stop fishing in our own strength. We're going to leave room for you in the boat. My God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. It's a brand new season. Oh, so let me. That's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I share this? Do I go into this or do I end there? No? Keep moving. I hear you. Okay. So I need to share something with you. And I'm only going to give you a little bit of this. And I'm going to let this see. I'm going to see how this plays out. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit um, play out. I really wish Judah was up to walk through this with me. Because what happened between us was so powerful yesterday. And um, I'm going to tell you a little story. Because I don't. It's just funny sometimes when I hear people respond to me about my life or my kids, right? Like, it's just funny. It's just funny because we go through things in this house. We're not absent of sin, issues, problems, and all of this other stuff. And so Judah has something he had just been kind of struggling with. And I'm share- I only share with you what I know they're okay with me sharing with you. And so we had got into the car, and and the Holy Spirit always shows me... Um, when my kids are in distress, my gift is the gift of discernment. We all have discernment, but I have a gift of discernment. A gift of discernment um, will make you keen in understanding when principalities are at work, right? Or when something has is not right. So when something is off in their kingdom or our kingdom, my gift of discernment typically kick, kicks in to say this isn't right. So when he had got into the car We had just been kind of talking about something over the last few days. He was a little bit, that thing was still on his face. So I waited and I said, bud, what's wrong? And he said, no, mom. I said, I "I still feel like we just kind of struggling in some areas. Talk to me, right? And so he just began to talk to me. And the things that he was struggling with had a lot to do with some peer pressure, some things happening at school. And so as he began to talk to me and share with me the things that he was struggling with at school. Now that part I'm not gonna, that's his part of his portion of his testimony, he has to tell. The things that he was he was struggling with at school, I was like, okay. 
So here's what we need to do to take this heaviness off of you. We need to repent. You need to go ahead. You need to go home. You need to have a conversation with God. You need to repent. You don't repent to me. You need to repent to God because this is really an issue between you and God. I, I made a decision because the Lord has been teaching me that in rearing and raising them to not make their mistakes my issues. That was a word for somebody right now. Not to make, that was a word, that was your freedom right there. To not make their mistakes my issues. Their mistakes are not my issues. Their sins are not my problems. The only reason their sins become my problems is if I'm causing them to sin. If I'm provoking them. If I'm doing something for them. If I'm not properly covering them. If I've added to this, then then it's a problem and the reason that it's a problem is because then there's probably places that I need to repent and I need to deal with and so I said to him I said this is a place this is something between you and God and I think you need to go and I think you need to pray because he prays in the spirit I said I think you need to go pray in the spirit you need to go pray in tongues because that's where your power is going to come from and I said so when you go and you pray in the spirit and pray in tongues I think you just need to really talk to God um, about this situation ask the Holy Spirit to help you because he's going to give you the help you need he's going to give you the help you need he's going to give you the strength you need mommy can only stand in the gap and pray for you I can't do anything else I can't take this on this isn't my personal issue this is a divine moment between you and God somebody write this down somebody write that for themselves this is a divine moment between me and God. This is a divine moment between me and God. This ain't on nobody else. This is a divine moment between you and God. This is a moment between you and God. So as we went through that, went through our whatever we got going on and we were um, talking later and he came back. It's funny. He came back later and he looks better and he said, uh, he said, I was praying and I was talking and I repented and God and I had a good conversation while I was in the bathroom. I said, good. And I could tell because the stress, the stress wasn't on his face. See, there's a stress that comes with sin. There's a stress that comes with the disobedience. There's a stress that comes with being outside God's perfect will for your life. There is. There's a stress associated with it. When the scripture says that the devil desires to sift you like wheat, they weren't making it up. When he was saying that, the devil really desires to sift you like wheat. The devil desires to come between you and God. That is his job. That is his mission. That is his assignment. He don't like you and he don't like God. He don't like you and he don't like God. So if he can get you out of God's perfect will for your life, he'll do it. He's going to get you to fall in all kinds of traps. He's going to look at your circles, your things in the flesh that you've been doing for so long. He's going to look at all of that. He's going to do all that. That's just how he works. That's just how he operated. That's how he do it. So I told him, I said, Judah, this is a divine, divine moment. But divine moment between you and God is it's just a divine moment. Here's a moment between you and God. And so yesterday, this is a few days later. This is Sunday. This was Friday or Thursday. I think we were having this conversation. And he came in yesterday and he says to me, he says, Mom. Um, and I could tell that the spirit of the Lord was on him. I'm in my office. He came out the shower. I think God talks to all of us in the shower. <laughs> we got some holy anointed shower. Our creative ideas come out the shower. He had come out the shower and he came in here and he was standing in front of my office and he said, Ma, when you, when you, um, the other day when you brought up the word to me to repent, he said, uh, 
something came to me. Something started speaking to me. And I heard a question ask me um, if I really, and I know the Holy Spirit was talking to him and I'm teaching him um, how to identify more that it's the voice of the Holy Spirit. And he said, I heard a question ask me, do I really know what repentance means? And so he said, I just kind of sit there. And so he came off and he says, mother. Now, mind you, we ain't talked about nothing. We ain't went through nothing. So this could only be revealed to him by the spirit. And I wrote down three words that he told me yesterday, right? That he brought to me when we were having this conversation. And then the Lord brought me to a scripture that I shared with him. And then he asked me to go look up something in Zechariah. And Zechariah in the first chapter is when the Lord is trying to bring them back to a state of repentance. And so he says, mother. When we, when we really truly know what repentance is, then you can't retrace it. <laughs> I said, Drew, I need you. Say this to me again. Explain to me what you're saying. He said, when we really understand what repentance is, we can't retrace it. Like we can't retrace it when we really know back. When we really know what repentance is, when we really truly know what repentance is, it does not manifest again. When we really truly know what repentance is, mother, it's over. When we really truly know what repentance is, mom, you just can't retrace it. God doesn't bring it back up. So we shouldn't bring it back up. So I think, mom, when people have a difficulty with really receiving, first of all, First of all, receiving forgiveness, right? When we have, when people have a difficulty even repenting, even a difficulty repenting, it's because they really do not understand uh, what he said. True repentance cannot be retraced. And what we mean by retraced, it means to go back over the same route that you have taken. I'm about to run. <laughs> I'm about to run. I'm about to run. To go back over. That's what it means to be retraced. To go back over the same route. The same route that has been taken. To be back in the same place. To be back in the same cycle. To do the same thing over and over again. My God. And he started talking to me. He says, because God is not like that. God does not, once we really truly repent, mom, it's forgiven, it's wiped out. So we shouldn't be retracing ourselves, right? And others shouldn't be retracing us either. True repentance cannot be retraced, mom. So if we really don't recognize and understand true repentance, then the retracing happens. Going back over those same steps again and again. Come on now. Come on now. Going back over those things. He says, mom, it's going to manifest again when you really don't know what it means to repent. So I need to talk to you about how to repent. And I'm probably going to have to pull this out over some days. So I need you to stick with me. I don't want you to get a little bit of this and run with it and think it's okay because this is the thing that's standing between us and God. This is the thing that's standing between us and God. This is the thing that's standing between a divine moment 
with us and a divine moment with God. This is the thing that's been separating us. This is the thing that's keeping us from pressing. This is the thing that's keeping us from not walking in our prayer life like we should. This is the thing that's keeping us from coming before God, before the altar, because if we knew how compassionate he was, if we knew how loving he was, if we knew how amazing and understood the gift the gift of repentance, the gift of grace, we will begin to operate in some things differently and cycles will be destroyed and yokes will be destroyed. My God, and we would not be manifesting the same thing over and over again. My God, thank you for this. So let me give you, let me give you some of this. Let me break this down. I'm gonna give you a little bit more today. We're gonna close out. We're gonna come back into this thing. Nothing is gonna hinder this word this week. As a matter of fact, can I say that? This word is gonna circle around the globe like wildfire. This word is gonna get to every heart, to every mind, to every person that needs to truly understand what repentance means so all the limitations can be broken off. All the things that's been standing between you and God can be disrupted from this day forward. This is the breakthrough moment. This is the now moment. This is when the oil is going to be poured out. My God, this is when it's going to manifest. This is what's getting ready to change our lives. This is what's getting ready to make us full of compassion. This is a divine moment, my God, between us and God. So, <laughs> Jesus, 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 Jesus. So, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> Repentance. John the Baptist's message was, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near, right? Or repent, Matthew 3 and 2, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, right? Or Mark 1 and 15 and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Or Luke 3 and 3, and he went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness when Jesus began his public ministry, when Jesus started in the public, he was calling for repentance. Um, go to Matthew 4 and 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven. Or in other terms, he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near, right? And he also talks about how rejoicing. And a lot of times I think we think repentance, we've left repentance at the place of just, oh, when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But for those of us that are Christians, repentance is actually supposed to be a lifestyle. Write that in your notes. Write that in your notes. Repentance is supposed to be my lifestyle. Repentance is supposed to be my way of doing things. Repentance is supposed to be a part of my daily journey. I actually should be also, I actually really should be repenting almost every day. And when I'm not sensitive to, to repent, it means I'm not sensitive to the voice of God. So when Jesus started his his public ministry, when he started this public ministry, this is what he said. He says, I tell you this in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. That is why I'm always 
um, thrown off a little bit when people are like, oh, my life is lined up with God. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 That, that's good. That's good. But there should always be something for us to repent from. That's Luke 15 and 17. He says that. He says, heaven's going to rejoice over one sinner who repents rather than over 99 <laughs> righteous persons who do not need to repent. Mark 6 and 12, disciples went out and proclaimed that people should repent. This preaching continued in Acts. Peter told the people, repent, then turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing come from the Lord. When we are in a true state of repentance, refreshing comes afterwards. See, that's why the wages of sin, the scripture says the wages of sin are death. That's why I said to you, sin is so weighty. The goal of sin is to separate you from the love of God. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. The goal of sin, write that in your notes. Type that in the comments. The goal of sin is to separate you from the love of God. The enemy wants you so weighty in the things that, you done, that you've done that you will not pursue God, that you will not pursue God, that you will not be like David in his face, that you will be so sin conscious instead of being grace conscious that you will not fall in love with God. So Mark 6, 12 says, went out and preached the, the, that people should repent. The preaching continued in Acts. Jesus, repent then. Turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that the times of refreshing may come to the Lord. That is why the enemy, come on now. That is why the enemy wants your hearing dull to the word of God. Oh my God, I decree and declare today that you have ears to hear. That is why the enemy wants your hearing dull to the word of God. He knows what you hear is so important. That is why he tries to be so loud in your ear. That is why he tries to talk condemnation, talk trash, talk to you about your sin, talk to you about guilt. That is his process because he wants your hearing to be dull of the things of God. He wants you to be in a position and place where when the word is read to you or you're listening to the word, because it tells you, it tells you, it tells you faith comes by hearing. That's why, why he'll try to dull you out and may not make you not sensitive to the voice of God. When teachings like this come in, he'll try to dull your hearing to tell you, oh, you don't need to learn more on repentance. Oh, you don't need to share this word. Oh, you don't need to study this word. His goal is to make you dull to the hearing of God so that you won't live a lifestyle that is pleasing to God, so that you won't live a lifestyle that is full of faith. He wants you so money conscious that the only conversations you have with God are about seeking money. He, he doesn't want you to understand that if you seek righteousness, the money will come. <laughs> come on, Holy Spirit. He doesn't want you conscious of your righteousness. He wants you more conscious of your worries than he wants you conscious of your righteousness so that he so that you won't seek the kingdom and all his righteousness and then all the money that you've been worried over will come to you. Come on, Holy Spirit. Destroy these yokes today. Destroy these yokes today. 
Tear down these walls. Break down these strongholds. Set the captives free in Jesus' name. Yes, that, so he'll leave you in a position to make you think you're always to be seeking God about stuff and things instead of seeking God about your righteousness. Instead of seeking God about holiness. That's what the that's the trap. That's the trick. That's that's the process. So you'll get into a place where anytime the message is on something that's truth and that you need so that you can live in righteousness, you'll turn a deaf ear to it. So then the only messages that move you talk to you about prosperity. Well, true, true prosperity lives in your righteousness. My God, you setting us free this morning. My God, you setting us free this morning. True prosperity lives in your right lives in your righteousness. So he'll dull your hearing and make you overly sensitive to words that only affirm what you really want to hear. <laughs> well, what you really need to hear so that you can come into the fullness of who you are is about your righteousness, how holy you are. My God, so that you, he who the son sets free is free indeed. Let me give you just a little bit more and we're going to get out of here. So Peter preached, he said, repent to the Lord, turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out so that a time of refreshing may come from the Lord. When we really are in a true repentant state, there's a refreshing that comes out of it. It's not a burden. It's not a heaviness. There's a refreshing that comes out of this when I am truly repentant, right? So we got we to gotta, we gotta pause there. We got to pause there. I hear you all this here. We're going to pause right there. We're going to pause right there. Put a pen in it. 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 Holy Spirit, thank you today that our ears will, will no longer be dull to hearing the things that you are trying to teach us. We will not grieve you any longer. Thank you, Father God, for teaching this word through me today so that we can walk in clarity and conciseness and walk in step with you. I long to sup with you. Your children long to sup with you. Give us doves eyes. Give us feet like hinds feet so we can be firmly planted in the word of God. Give us the strength, Father God, to wait on you. For your word says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Let us not be moved by emotions. My God, in the name of Jesus, set us free from emotions today. Let us hunger and thirst for righteousness like never before. Let us not walk in ungodly counsel, Lord God. My God, let us not walk in ungodly counsels, Lord God. Fan the flame of our gifts. Stir up our faith this morning, Holy Spirit. Give us eyes to see. Give us a pliable and tender heart. Father God, expose anything in our lives that does not line up with you. In Jesus' name, amen. I think I got a little Ric Flair in me. Woo! Uh, oh my God, what a truth today. What a truth today. 
What a truth today. What revelation today. My God, and thank you for Judah. I'm going to have to sow into Judah today. Lord God, thank you for Judah. Thank you for Judah. Thank you for the priest. Thank you for the prophet in him. Thank you, Father God, for stirring up the gift in him, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that today the enemy will not begin or be able to track or trace any of us in the spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me do a few things. One, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your defining moment. This is your moment. Hold on. Don't hang up. As a matter of fact, if you're not sure you say, I would say this with me after. I, anyway, I will repeat this. I wouldn't let this go. I would be like, you know what? I'm saying this today. I need to start the record. I need to make sure I'm straight with God. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. My God, if you prayed that prayer, you just made the biggest decision of your life. Send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. My second thing to you is... If the Lord puts it on your heart to plant into this ministry, go plant, go plant, go over to the Facebook, I mean, to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can give it there. You can cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministries. Go plant. Just obey God. Do whatever he's asking you to do in this season. I promise you, you're never going to plant and not receive. My God, seed time and harvest. My God, whatever a man plants, he reaps. Whatever he sows, he reaps. My God, so go on and plant and do whatever God asks you to do in this season. My God, ladies, tonight, ladies Bible study. If you're not a part of the group, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Saturday, feed the streets. I want some of y'all to become consistent volunteers at Feed the Street. The Feed the Street volunteer list so should be so long because the word tells us to feed the hungry. We can't have the biggest group because of COVID, right? We have to follow our COVID rules, but I want some of y'all to make a decision. You know what? Every Saturday, every first Saturday of the month, I'm going to get in position and feed those that are less. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to forsake this thing to do, go do kingdom through Feed the Streets. Get connected. Send an email. Shonda at justbeinglmj.com. My God. Thank you, Father God, for your word today. Thank you, Father God, for your word today. Let me speak the priestly blessing over you. Every time this comes out my mouth, you ought to be there to receive it. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you. Go share this word. Somebody needs. Somebody in your life needs this whole series. I don't care if you feel like they'll receive it or not. My God, send it to them anyway. <laughs> send it to your groups anyway. Somebody needs this whole series so we can see kingdom move like never, ever, ever ever, 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 ever before. That's right, Keisha. Tell them, have the best day ever in Jesus name. Amen. I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Lord. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.